So I'm a little bit unsure because uh, I feel like I have a lot to say today, a lot that I want to give and, and communicate, and um, I'm not quite sure how to break it down. <clears throat> so I may talk a little longer now, so I hope you're comfortable, and we'll sort of break it between the, even- the morning and the evening. As I said a couple of times, we want to keep the sense of effort and engagement in this practice quite light. Uh, That's what I mean when I say keep it light. The, the, The sense of application is quite light, quite spacious, playful. Uh, the uh, persistence is, is, is gentle, uh, playful, gentle, and, uh, and, the pa- and, and patient, all that. And what's really key is responsiveness. And this is what I want to talk about both today and, and more tonight. The quality of responsiveness in our practice and, and the range of the meaning that that can have. <clears throat> so just like if we are sailing a boat on the ocean and at one of those lovely big sailing ships and it has uh, several masts and different kinds of sails and uh, they don't call them steering wheels, do they? call them a uh, helm or whatever, uh, you know, and a rudder and maybe an, even an engine. And, and the sailors will be responding all the time to the conditions of the ocean and the currents and the waves and the, and the wind, etc., let out the sail a bit more, the rudder this way, etc., change the sail if I need to, uh, change my relationship with the wind, you know, going uh, wind behind, wind to the side, etc., tacking. All of that. So, ideally, this kind of practice, ideally, what we're doing is we're actually wanting to encourage and nurture uh, the harmonizing of the being, the harmonizing of the whole being, the collecting of the whole being in this stream of well-wishing. And that harmonizing, collecting, another word for that is concentration. But I actually prefer this harmonizing, collecting, unifying the being in a certain direction of intention. The whole being. Going back to the opening talk when I talked about nourishment, that harmonizing, that collecting is nourishing in in positivity, in love, in kindness. That is nourishing, very nourishing, deeply nourishing. So that's the ideal. That's what we're wanting to gently nurture and encourage. When that happens, or to the degree that happens, that actually feels good. It feels good. There's a sense of well-being there. Um, and we're, that might manifest in you know, different ways. A sense of lightness comes into the being, into the body, a sense of warmth, a sense of openness, a sense of pleasure even, comfort. All of that may be there. And that's, that's ideally what we're sort of gently tending to and encouraging. Now, of course, sometimes uh, that's not what's there at all. Sometimes there are difficulties, and Chris talked about this last night. So sometimes we want to, okay, this is the direction I'm moving in with this practice, and I'm very aware that right now what's here is perhaps sadness. So again, like the sailing analogy, there's many responses I can, I can have to that. I can 
include the awareness of my sadness. I feel sad, but I'm just keep I'm keeping plugging away at the metta. I'm keeping doing that, and I'm not kind of um, uh, I'm not changing my practice so much to address the sadness directly. That's something I'll talk about uh, tonight more. So sticking to the metta, sticking to that directionality, and letting whatever's there be there, including it. And Chris talked about the hindrances last night. So being responsive to the hindrances, if there's dullness, if there's sleepiness, uh, can I uh, bring that light in and make it really bright, the sun inside my heart, like that? Uh, Can I reaffirm the uprightness of the body? Be aware of the spaciousness of the body. When there's sleepiness, the the, uh, whole sense of awareness contracts, expanding it again. And really opening up the sense of space of the body can really help. Or the space of the room, also very helpful. And standing up, all of which Chris said. Um, Doubt, again, Chris covered this. Trusting, trusting the practice, trusting this planting of the seeds. And asking questions when you come to the groups. You know, well, I'm not sure. Or pondering it, perhaps, in yourself later. But postponing that to later. And right now, just planting the seeds. If there's restlessness, really relaxing the body. Again, spaciousness, very helpful. Gentleness with the effort. And perhaps a a closer connection to the phrases and and the moment-to-moment intentionality. And really coming close there. Okay, so there's, it's all humming along really nicely and actually one begins to feel, hmm, there is this harmonizing. Wonderful. There's, hmm, something I'm really dealing with, but I'm still moving in that direction. And then, the ocean being what it is, here I have a storm. And okay, bring the sails down, turn the engine on, you know, whatever it is. Change the practice. And I will talk about that tonight. Uh, What does it mean to then, and Chris talked about some last night, what does it mean then to uh, really let the meta go in a way and change the form and, and directly address the difficulty of this sadness or this anger or uh, what, uh, whatever it is, the inner critic that's coming up. So we, we will go into that tonight. Okay, I want to talk about, um, within the meta practice, the, the sense of responsiveness and, and flexibility that's, that's there, that it, it feels really important. So, see how it feels, but... it. it I hope it doesn't feel like too much information. I hope, I hope it feels digestible. And I might leave some out and just pepper it through the day so you can digest it more. The categories are fluid. So there's no necessary order to go, to go through. You don't have to start with yourself. You really don't. Um, you can do a whole session on yourself. You could do a whole session on the benefactor. Today we'll be introducing another category, the friend. You could do a whole session on that. You could divide it into three Take two of those. It's like you've got a bag of billiard balls and you're just... What's helpful now? I'm just picking out what's helpful. We want to build on what's easy. Okay? We're, we want to really emphasize what's easy and building on what's easy. You understand? Um, so use the benefactor. The benefactor is, is who's easiest. Use that. Use that a lot so that we're encouraging this sense of really getting it going. Okay, then there's the phrases, and let's just talk a little bit about the phrases. Remember, uh, not f- not for everyone, uh, 
will the phrases be primary? In other words, it's okay if the phrases is really not what your practice seems to be centering around. There's the light and, and the body sense, which we'll talk more about. But if you're using the phrases, uh, sometimes the mind is quite scattered, naturally, and so it can be really helpful to say each phrase twice, perhaps. May I be safe and protected. May I be safe and protected. The first time, I'm not even quite there. And the second time, I'm kind of pegged in more. Really, really skillful, if, if that feels helpful. You can say the phrases quite loudly inside, but then there's a whole spectrum here. So I could, of course, say the phrase just once. I could uh, quieten the whole thing. Does it feel like it needs to be more of a whisper? Does it feel like actually the thing is beginning to harmonize and hum along quite well, maybe for a stretch or at times in the day? And actually a whole phrase is too cumbersome. And perhaps I want to just say, peaceful. Peaceful. And I'm just gently propping up, gently tending to this harmonizing and this sense of of, of the intentionality. Do you understand? Uh, so could could be down to a word much more infrequently, just a whisper. Could eventually be that the phrases disappear and actually feels more helpful not to have any phrases going. Feels like something's here. It's here. I feel it, and I'm just letting it run itself. And the phrases would be perhaps too much or uh, in- interruptive, cumbersome. Can also help with the phrases. You know, sometimes to just trundle them out one after the other, sometimes to really say one and listen, listen to the reverberation. L- let a pause be there and let it, let the being kind of uh, see how it r- responds, reacts to that phrase. Still okay? Yeah? Okay. Metta, loving kindness, is not one feeling. Okay, we go into this. So, Sometimes I say, what's the feeling of metta? What, you know, actually, at times, and you may have noticed this already, is that what happens is we could say there's a whole range of feelings, a whole range of emotional kind of uh, states or responses or conditions that might be part of what we call metta, a whole constellation of colors and flavors. So sometimes... And remember, sometimes there's no feeling at all, and that's completely fine. But sometimes the metta feels kind of calm, feels calming. There's a, there's a very soothing quality to it, calming. Sometimes it feels there's, there's a real healing kind of in the tenderness. Sometimes it feels there's a bubbliness to the metta. Sometimes it feels very bright, uh, sunny almost, sometimes warm. Uh, sometimes there's gentleness. We want to allow this whole range. Okay, So it's all meta. It's not like there's one thing. And um, sometimes it colors more to compassion. It's almost like when, when there is meta and it meets someone's suffering, uh, it turns naturally into compassion. We'll, I think Chris will be talking about compassion uh, at some point later in the retreat. But that's okay. All these are the colors and the flavors of metta, and they're all good. So rather than one thing, is this metta? It's actually quite a, quite a broad range. And, and I repeat, really, really to be expected and totally fine 
uh, at times there's no feeling whatsoever. And that really doesn't matter. We're just planting the seeds. It's really a broad range here. Now, I keep saying, I keep saying, sensitive to the whole body, sensitive to the whole body, in this kind of light, delicate, uh, spacious sensitivity to the whole body. Why is that important? Partly it's important for this harmonizing and the unification and the concentration. Partly it's important because, I don't know if you've noticed this so, uh, so far, and you might have got a glimpse of it at times. <clears throat> I say a phrase, may I be peaceful, may you be peaceful. And if I'm sensitive to the body, I might notice that different phrases at times have different resonances, so to speak, in the body. You know, so if I say peaceful, it sort of reverberates in the body, perhaps differently than the word happiness, or even ease. Does anyone know, has anyone noticed this? Yeah? Good. <laughs> That's actually very important. Um, we want to uh, be sensitive to that, and just open, without pressure. And if I feel, let's say I'm trundling through the phrases, and then I come to one, may I be peaceful, may you be peaceful, whatever it is. And then I notice, oh, that's interesting. There, there is a little, a little something there. Nothing remarkable, just something. I want to uh, stay with that perhaps for a while. And maybe I'll stay on that phrase and repeat that phrase. And it's like a swell in the ocean. I'm just riding that wave, surfing that wave for a little bit. You understand? Surfing the, the, the resonance and the good feeling. And then um, maybe that fades and then I move on. Make sense? So this, this is what I mean by responsiveness. It's part of what I mean. We're really surfing in this practice, really getting a sense of um, w- wanting to harmonize and wanting to draw in more and more of this sense of well-being and the sense of the metta as, as we can. So, body, 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 body. Sensitive to the whole body. Really important. Um, I'll say this now, it might be too early, it might not, we'll see. Um, This sensitivity to the whole body, and as I said, sometimes there's different resonances in there. Sometimes as I begin kind of sustaining more this bodily sensitivity, without pressure and without demand, it's very light and very delicate, very open, I begin to get more sensitive to the kind of nuances of the the bodily vibration, the energy field of the body, uh, the texture of this space. And I actually begin to notice, if I'm not pressuring too much, I'm just sensitive, just lightly sensitive, there's, in a sense there's already, uh, oftentimes, not all the time, there's already a little bit of sense of something there in the field of the body, something that feels a little bit warm, a little bit open or light, Yeah? Sometimes? Sometimes, okay? Don't assume it's not there and don't demand it, okay? But this is, after time, I'm saying it now, as I said, it might be too early, it might be you say, oh yeah, actually, I, I get a sense of that. It, does, it doesn't matter. So this unfolds at, 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 at its own pace. Um, it's not necessarily remarkable at all. I'm not talking about fireworks necessarily. It might just be a very light sort of background tone. 
And that's the metta. Now, of course, feeding in the phrases, we're actually feeding that tone in, in the body. And um, one can begin to kind of have confidence that that's there and kind of just acknowledge that that's there and nourish that, feed, feed that. And that becomes, becomes kind of a, a face of the metta, an expression of the metta. Something, uh, it, 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 actually we interpret it as metta. But no demand, no pressure. It's just a matter of actually of sensitivity and allowing and, and feeling in. And actually, at some point, realizing, oh, I can actually acknowledge this. I'm not making this, I'm acknowledging it. I'm, uh, and begin to having a little confidence in that. Does that sound okay if I say that? Or does that, is that, so, Okay. All right, I've got a lot more to say. I'm only going to say one more thing and then maybe just feed some things as we practice today. Um, And this is something else. Again, you might have stumbled on it anyway, uh, maybe. If I say, I'm giving metta to myself, may I be, and then I have a sense of self, I have a sense of self in, in that moment, now maybe, and this could be also for the self of another, may you be the, the, the benefactor or the friend as we'll do today, the, the sense of the self of the benefactor. And sometimes when I think of myself or I think of the self of another, I might know about my friend. I might know their life journey, their story, their narrative. And I might have a sense of their struggles and their history and their difficulties or, or my own, of course. And sometimes it feels like the, the, the meta is addressing that whole sense of narrative self. It's like, I know what you've been through, I know what you struggle with, and I, I kind of know your journey, and I'm addressing the self on the level of narrative, for me or for another. And that's really, really lovely and appropriate, beautiful. And at other times, with the sort of natural quietening of the, the being that comes with the meta practice, what actually happens is everything gets kind of simpler. And, uh, well, yeah, simpler. What we get as a sense of self is just this body and this beingness right now. And there's less of a sense of the narrative. Has anyone stumbled across this? Yeah? So, or, or you, sometimes you can actually encourage that a little bit. Um, as Chris said last night, the sense of self changes. It's changing all the time. Um, so we want to be interested in this. Sometimes I'm directing it towards a narrative self, and sometimes it's more just the body and the being. It's very simple. In time, gradually, that body-being level of self begins to be the more prominent one. That's the kind of natural evolution of the metta. And there's a lot of healing there. Healing actually both levels, of course. Um, But that's the one. So if you find yourself in that, letting yourself really let it be simple. You don't have to resurrect all this narrative level necessarily. Okay. Um, so today, as I say, we're going to introduce another category, and that category, we're getting uh, more and more expansive in the range of our matter. That category is uh, the category of the so-called friend. So friend means um, we've had the self and the benefactor. The friend is just, well, it's a friend, but it could be a spouse or a child or a parent or someone with whom there's some love, some 
history of connection and care, but it it's almost a relationship that admits of more complexity than the benefactor. Benefactor is a very easy, simple relationship. Um, friend is, uh, you know, maybe we have a history, maybe we have argued, maybe we have fallen out in the past, maybe there are things that uh, about you that rub me the wrong way at times and vice versa, and that's all okay, but I know that I, I love you and I know that uh, we care about each other. So that's the friend. Uh, just getting a little bit more broad. Understand? Okay. So, as I said, I'll leave the rest out and just try and weave it in as, as we go through today. Um, so let's, let's practice together now. Again, really filling that space of the body, filling that posture with awareness. The sensitivity to the whole body and the whole space of feeling that we call the body. tuning in there for a while and really stretching the boundaries of this just like that balloon it keeps stretching outwards perhaps even just a bit bigger than the body and then within that is this light delicate sensitivity just openness to the texture of the vibration there and keep pushing it out stretch it and just sensitive to what it feels like, that space, that whole space, the totality of that space. The vibration there, the texture, the hum, the feeling. So keeping that lightly as an anchor throughout the practice, just as much as you can. Spacious, sensitive. And then beginning the metta practice with either the self or the benefactor, whichever feels easiest right now.
yourself play and respond and use what feels helpful, whether it's more visual with the light, more with the phrases, more with the body sense, the warmth permeating in the body, even imagined warmth, imagined softness, imagined an energy of tenderness. So really not being afraid to use the imagination, the visual imagination, the kinesthetic imagination. And the heart follows, the heart follows.
When you feel ready, inviting into the heart, inviting into the awareness, into the mind's eye, the image or the sense of a friend. Someone for whom there is certainly some love, some history, some care. But can be at times, like most human relationships, some complexity. And just dwelling for a few moments with the sense of this person there. Getting a sense of them, a sense of their being. And again, a sense of their goodness, of their kindness, their beautiful qualities. Just tuning in to that. Seeing how they too long for well-being naturally, beautifully, long for peace, for sense of harmony, health, ease, happiness. natural wish of all living beings. And keeping that light, delicate sensitivity to the whole of your own body, beginning to extend the well-wishing, the loving-kindness to this friend. to offer them the same care, the same tenderness, warmth. Holding them in that, in the light, the healing energy of metta. bathing them in well-wishing, tending to them.
pressure, without demand, just offering. If you if you are a visual type, letting yourself play just a little bit with the light, but perhaps what would it be to see them, see this person, this friend, see them happy, see them smiling. is not denying anything about what they may or may not be going through, but just playing with the imagination a little bit to feed something in the metta. So what effect does that have to see them happy, smiling, peaceful? visual type, you could imagine yourself touching them with kindness, stroking them tenderly, expressing kindness somehow to them. Actually imagine yourself doing that. What effect does that have? Letting yourself play a little bit. If you're a more kinesthetic type, just imagining that warmth, healing energy radiates out of your body, emanates from your body to wrap around and permeate their being. Lots of possibilities. Just play, be light.
And then when you're ready, just returning to simple sense of your own body here, the life of the body. Grounded and open. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.